This is Sunday morning worship service here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church on this October the 8th of 2023 with our senior pastor Farrell Hardison bringing the message today uh, with the continuation of Do Not Worry. And now here's the Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church Choir. Celebrate! 
come up with a name for our band, the Foggy Bottom Boys. How about that? That's, that's pretty good, ain't it? Yeah. Appreciate y'all so much. Man, I'm telling you, aren't we blessed? We are. Choir, you've done a great job. And I tell you, I've done pretty good. I wish y'all could have heard me up here. I was, I was doing good. Good to see you all today. Thank you so much for being in church on this beautiful Sunday morning crisp and cool all you summer people <laughs> crisp and cool fall glory to God no more sweaty preacher hallelujah hallelujah amen I want y'all to get your bulletin because I want to show you one of the most important announcements I've ever, ever read in any bulletin in my life I do not want you to miss it have you got your bulletin Look on the very back page. In November, right at the top, is Judgment Day. 
I've never known a church to announce when judgment day is going to be, but right there it is. Matter of fact, Sister Jenny has heard so clearly from the Lord, it's going to be at 520. <laughs> Thank you, Sister Jenny. Now, y'all y'all who've been waiting, you don't need to be waiting no more. It's coming November. That's the, uh, I'm pretty sure that's the drama that was happening in Goldsboro at the first, oh, okay, all right. I just wanted, I didn't want y'all to miss that. I didn't want you to miss that. I just thought that was cute. It's time to worship the Lord by giving our tithes and offerings. I joined Brother Mac in telling you how much I appreciate what y'all do. Thank you so much for what you do. And and I I just want to tell you folks who, who don't know about it, if you're new to the church, you got to get you one of them Boston butts or one of them hams that we're going to be cooking on the week before weekend it's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving so you can have it for Thanksgiving I'm telling you I ate one by myself last year I'm not kidding you Millie might have got a bite or two of it not much and uh, we we don't have a dining room table because we're well anyway our house looks like hoarders live there and uh so it looked funny, me sitting in my recliner with that big old ham in my lap, but a man's got to do what a man's got to do. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, seriously, seriously, they're the best I've ever eaten. They're the best I've ever eaten, and it helps our church and helps us do the work of missions and uh, work in our community. So uh, I'm telling you, do yourself a favor and get at least one. I think I'm getting one of each this year. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity of giving and tithing, and we just ask you, Lord, as a church, that we would always do with it what glorifies you, what you want us to do with it. I want every penny we ever spend to only be used for the upbuilding of your kingdom, and so, Father, we thank you for the generosity and giving heart of the people, and we ask you uh, today that they would obey you again, and we know they will. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning decision. If you have not made that decision, I hope you'll make that decision today. We'll have an altar uh, service at the end today, and you're welcome to come at that time. But did you know that right now, right where you're sitting right now, you can make that decision? You can make that decision. If you were to leave this service having not made it, you could make it on the way home. You could make that uh, decision uh, on the way to work. You can make that decision first thing in the morning or late at night before you go to bed. You can make that decision anytime you want to. The Lord is waiting for you. We're not waiting for him. He's already offered us salvation and uh, he is waiting for us. We are talking about uh, 
The words of Jesus when he said in Matthew 6, 34, Therefore do not worry about tomorrow. Everybody say that with me. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow. And then Jesus tells us why. He says because when you get to tomorrow, it will have plenty to worry about. So don't reach into tomorrow and bring those possible worries into today. He said, sufficient is the day you're living in. Um, uh, sufficient for the day is its own trouble. In other words, you got enough to deal with today. Don't be reaching into the future and bringing it back into today. Jesus tells us not to worry and again tells us why. And uh, he clarifies it very much for us. The three biblical pers- uh, purposes of difficulty, we talked about those. We not only said that you're going to have difficulty, but we said sometimes God engineers it. Some, sometimes God is behind our challenges. Sometimes God allows and sometimes God causes us to have challenges. I want to pause right here and, and let you all know that um, the doctor had to put me on some pretty strong medication to get my blood pressure to behave itself. I am on that um, medication today, and he told me that it would be um, uh, could cause some brain fog. I said, I don't think the folks will even be able to tell that I have brain fog. But I can feel it this morning. I can feel it. And so if I look a little slow or, or I look a little different, uh, I'm, I'm having to get used to that medication. So I could... I could I don't know, as I was going through that part of my message, I could feel it, and I wanted to make sure you all, if you recognized it or saw it in me, what was going on. But we talked about three biblical reasons for difficulty, three biblical reasons that we go through difficult times. And we said that one of them is so that we can depend on God, overcome, and shut the devil's mouth. Remember that? We talked about Job. And then we said another reason is that when we go through difficulty, it causes us to lean on the Lord more. It causes us to depend on the Lord more. I'm like that. I don't know how you are, but I'm natured. When everything's going great, I have a tendency to slack off a little bit. And God says, I don't want you to slack off. I I want you to stay close. I want you to stay on your knees. I want you to stay fervent. What does the Bible say? The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. In other words, uh, it has influence in heaven when you pray with fervency. And when I'm going through hard times, I pray with more fervency. Don't you? We're just like that. And so that's one of the reasons the Lord allows difficulty or even engineers difficulty in our life. And uh, we talked about another reason. We brought up the story of Lazarus. And we remember how Jesus said this sickness that Lazarus has is not unto death. But uh, he said, but for the glory of God. So your difficulties give you an opportunity to give glory to God. Let me ask you a question. How many of y'all know the world is out there watching us? They're watching our lives. They're watching to see if we follow through on what we preach. If we practice what we preach. They look at us. So when you're going through difficulty, when you're going through trouble, when you have problems and they're aware of them, they want to see how you react to it. And when they, listen to this, when they see you giving glory to God in the valley, it is powerful in its impact on their lives. Amen. What did we sing in the song today? I will sing, I will praise When I'm going through the valley, when I'm going through the darkness, when I'm going through the hard times. And that's when the unbelieving lost world sees God in you the most. When you're going through a deep challenge, a difficult time, they watch how you react. And when they see you giving glory to God, uh, it impacts their life. Then we talked about what not to do when trouble comes. 
what not to do. And we went to the book of Hebrews in chapter 12. And uh, we read from there that when you go through a hard time, when you go through difficulty, uh, the Bible says don't, uh, don't resent it. Don't despise it. Don't become bitter. You know, when you go through a hard time, you can become bitter or better, either one that you want. And the Bible says become better, become better when you go through those difficult times. Don't get bitter. And then it said don't faint when you go through difficulty. You remember that? And what that means is don't be discouraged. When you're going through a hard time, when the Lord is allowing you, like he did Job, to go through a difficult time, don't let that discourage you. Don't let it make you bitter. Don't, don't let it discourage you. And then he comes down there in uh, Hebrews chapter um, 12 and uh, verse 11, and he says, so here's the way you do react to it. He says you react to it by letting it mature you. Letting that difficult time help you mature and grow up. How many of you know if you treated a newborn baby, if we treated our little Liam like a little baby, uh, right on as his body grows up, we kept treating him like a little baby. How, how many of you know he would never grow up? He would never grow up. He's got to, he's got to have some challenges. He's got to go through some difficult times. Uh, uh, you've got to mature him and train him. And the Lord wants to do the same thing with us. And so, uh, that's why a lot of times we are going through, uh, difficult, challenging times. We're not to worry. And then we talked about, uh, how worry impacts us. And that's what we're talking about today. We found out that First of all, worry robs us of our blessing. Now the Bible tells us in Matthew 5, uh, I'm sorry, 6.34, that every day has its trouble. I just read that to you. Every day have, has its trouble. But then we go over to the book of Psalms, and we see Psalms 68 and 19, and it says every day has its benefits. So every single day of your life, you have blessing and you have benefits. Uh, you have challenges and trouble and you have benefits. How many of you know that that's how life is? It's called life. God blesses us and God allows us to be challenged and go through difficult times. One writer wrote this and I like it. He said, worry doesn't take the pain out of tomorrow. It only takes the joy out of today. Isn't that true? It's so true, and worry doesn't help tomorrow, it only ruins today. So here's what I want to challenge you to do, and then we're going to get on new material, new sermon material for you today. I want you to pause in your life. I want you to pray that God will give you, and I'm praying about it for me, that God will give you the ability to pause when you're going through hard times and look around and evaluate and think about and recognize in some of your darkest moments the blessings that are still there in your life every single day. So you've, it is so easy, come on now, we know it's true, it is so easy to see the problems. It is so easy to focus on the bad and focus on the negative. It is so easy to be drawn to that and give all our attention to those challenges and things that seem to make our life difficult and, and uh, even miserable at times. But in the midst of that, God says there are benefits all around you at the very same time. And God says, I want you to be mature enough to see those benefits in your darkest times. And the church said, so you have to ask yourself. You have to do a little self-evaluation. Do y'all talk to yourself? I talk to myself sometimes, and sometimes I say, I don't agree with me sometimes. <laughs> but self-evaluation makes you ask questions like this. Am I allowing worry to rob me of seeing the blessings of God in my life? Am I unthankful? We're about to come up on Thanksgiving. Am I unthankful because all I see is the negative? Am I not seeing the goodness of God, the benefits of God, because I'm always seeing the negative? If you are, if you are doing that, if you're focused on the negative, I'm going to tell you something very profound. I'm about to say it right now. 
I want you to stop it. (laughs) I want you to stop doing that. I want you to ask God to help you see his goodness in your life in those difficult times. Now, here's another thing that happens when we worry. It makes us weak. It doesn't only rob us of the benefits of God daily, but it weakens us. It makes us weak. And I don't know about you all, but when I look around at what's going on in the world today, and Brother Mac talking about Israel, and, and I tell you we need to perk up about that because they said it's the worst attack they've had in the history of the nation. Uh, uh, Not the biblical history of the nation, but the current history of the nation. It's the worst attack. One of the Israeli leaders said it's our 9-11. It's our 9-11. And so ladies and gentlemen, you got to pay attention to that. Now, I don't know exactly how all that fits in the end times, except I do know the Bible said in the last days there would be wars and rumors of wars, and we've got that really, i got to tell you, uh, about as much as I've seen it in my lifetime right now. And so with Judgment Day coming in November, y'all better get your stuff together because we're at the end, amen? I believe that. Do y'all believe it? I believe we're at the end. Now, um... I'm like old brother Ralston Butler, brother Jerry. Where's brother Jerry? Me and brother Jerry talk about Ralston Butler. He's one of our favorite preachers. Brother Ralston Butler said, I'm ready to go. He said, now if they're getting up a busload today, I'd just soon wait. But I'm ready to go. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And so we want to always be ready. Worry weakens you by stealing your strength. Now, we've learned, and I've just told you, that every day has its measure of difficulty. Every day. And God is often behind the difficulty. And we talked all about that. Today, what we're going to learn is that along with every difficulty comes strength. Listen to me. Along with every difficulty you go through comes the strength to overcome that difficulty. Don't forget that. We've got to see that because we go through so many challenges in our life today. But here's what God's Word says. I'm going to show it to you in just a minute. God gives you strength for today. He gives you strength for today. Now there's two days God will not give you strength. Two days. He will not give you strength for yesterday because it's gone. And he will not give you strength for tomorrow because it ain't here yet. He gives you strength for today. So when you worry, when you worry, you're overloading. You're overloading yourself. He's going to give you strength for tomorrow when you get to tomorrow. But look what it says in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 32, uh, 33 rather. And there's a lot more in this verse, but I want to read one just one phrase right at the end of the verse. As your days, so shall your strength be. Do y'all see that? As your days, so shall your strength be. So I get this in your head, get it in your process. Matter of fact, it'll help you understand why you go through some of the things you go through. We put ourselves through a lot. Stop worrying about yesterday. It's gone. And I'm going to show you some more scripture for that. Don't worry about tomorrow. It isn't here yet. Live in the moment. Live in the moment. Some of y'all can't even enjoy your vacation because you can't live in the moment. You're working. You're, is Mac in here? Because I want to make sure he hears this part. You're working every single day. You've got stuff on your mind. And some of y'all can't even enjoy when you go off on a little trip, on a little vacation. Millie's got on me so many times. And and uh, I, I remember as a young preacher, we'd go on a vacation for a week. Well, it would take me two or three days to finally get to the place I could kind of leave the past behind and enjoy my vacation. And the Bible says, stop worrying about yesterday. Stop living in tomorrow. Uh, they're, they're, the past is gone. The future isn't here yet. Live in the day. Look at that scripture again. And as thy day, so shall thy strength be. And the same God who gave you sufficient strength or sufficient difficulty is the same God who will give you sufficient strength for that 
difficulty. So it's reasonable, I think, for us to come to the conclusion that when you add difficulties by worrying, then you're not going to have enough strength in the present day because you've brought the future into it. And I've mentioned this scripture several times, and I want to show it to you. I I haven't put it on the screen yet, but I want to put it up there today. Look at Psalm 103, verse 14. Look at what it says. For he, who's he, knows our, come on, frame. The Lord knows how we're put together. Now, how in the world would the Lord know how we're put together? Because he put us together. (laughs) So he knows our frame and he remembers that we are dust. We are dust. He knows what we can bear and what we can't bear. Now, uh, uh, I've told Miss Millie that I hope if the Lord provides that sometime in the future, I'm going to have me a pickup truck. I'm going to have me a pickup truck. I want a pickup truck. I know at this point right now I don't have a pickup truck, therefore I know I'm not really a man. I'm not really a full man. And so I want to get me a pickup truck so I'll be, I want to be not just a man, I want to be a manly man. I want to be a manly man. And so I'm going to get me a pickup truck. Well, they tell me that uh, they make truck frames different. They make a one-ton frame and a two-ton, I'm sure they make all other kind of frames, bigger the truck, bigger the frame. And the, and the engineer designs that frame that there's a limit to the weight you can put on that truck. There's a limit. You don't want to put two tons on a one ton. Now, I don't know if y'all had figured that out already, but you don't want to do that because you're overloading the truck. And when you overload the truck, it may not, listen to me, it may not happen instantly, but over time, that truck is going to break down way too early. It's going to break down way before it should have. So listen, when the Lord tells Pharaoh not to worry, and I, I do worry and I battle with it. And when I'm preaching this sermon, I'm preaching to me. But when the Lord tells us not to worry, that's one of the most loving things God can say to us. He don't want us, he don't want us to break down. He don't want our frame to break down. He don't want us to break down physically. But I'm telling you, if you keep overloading yourself, you're going to leave this world early. And you might not leave it early, but you're not going to feel good while you're alive. I mean, it's just going to take its toll on you. But it's not just physically that you overloading yourself with worry uh, has a, a, a bad effect on you. But mentally, mentally, some of y'all are saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and ill as a hornet. And the, and the reason we are is because we're bearing too much. We're bearing too much. We need to come to God and uh, leave our burden with the Lord. There used to be an old hymn we'd sing, take your burden to the Lord and what? Leave it there. Leave it there. Uh, I heard a story about a man that uh, was walking down the road and he had a big old sack on his back and he was just holding it and uh, he was just walking and and he was walking kind of like I am this morning with this medicine. He was just walking like that, you know. And the guy pulled up beside him in the wagon and he said, uh, he said, sir, uh, I'd be happy for you to ride with me. And he said, oh, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And he crawled up in the wagon with the man. And uh, the man, you know, did to the horse. And the horse started going. And, and the man uh, that was driving the buggy looked over at the man. He still had his backpack, still had his bag on his back. And he said, sir, if you want to, you can just lay your bag right back here in the back of the wagon. He said, oh, sir. He said, you've been so good to me, let me ride with you. I couldn't ask you to carry my bag too. (laughs) Now, you know what? That is a funny story, but you know what? We do it. The Lord wants you to unload it. The Lord wants you to unload it. You know what we do? We say, Lord, I love you, and I know you love me, but Lord, I got it. I got it. I got it. I'll take care of this. I, I, I'm not going to ask you to carry my burdens, Lord. I, I'll carry them. I'll figure them out, God. You, you, you go help somebody else. I'll figure them out. And our, we, it hurts our testimony. It wears us out so we can't serve the Lord more faithfully. 
It causes us to have bad relationships that break down because we're under a lot of stress, because we're worried about things we ought not to be worried about, so we're hard to get along with. It's hard to have a good relationship with somebody that we love. A lot of times, I don't know about you all, but I'm often guilty of taking out on the people I love the most my frustrations. Go ahead, Millie, say amen. Amen. And, uh, and God says, don't do that. Don't do that. See, that's the kind of things we do when we're reaching into tomorrow and putting that load on us. God says in the book of Deuteronomy, as your day is, so will your strength be. So live in the day. Live in reality. Not what could be, not what might happen. Now, should we plan for the future? Yes. And do we have concerns about the future? Sure we do. I've got a cousin right now who had a, a brain aneurysm, and I've learned just recently that it was. Uh, there's another word for it, and it's really far more deadly than a brain aneurysm, and very few people survive it. But my cousin Elaine Normal has survived it. She's having, she's got a huge uphill battle in front of her. Uh, uh, but I'm telling you, I can't, I can't carry that on me about tomorrow and the next day. I'm concerned about it. I'm praying about it. But I would become uh, less effective as a preacher, less effective as a man of God, less effective as a husband. If I just keep dreaming or thinking about what could happen, that may never happen. We become ineffective. And I want to challenge you today for you to know that God says there is plenty of strength for you in the day in which you live. Heard another story about this fellow uh, who was um, uh, getting off a boat and is back in the old days and he was getting off a boat and they were unloading the stuff off the boat and he fell into water. And he fell off the, uh, what do they call that little uh, gangplank or whatever it is. And he fell off in the water. And uh, he, he pushed himself up off the bottom, stuck his head out of the water. Help me, somebody help me. And nobody came and helped him. So he went to the bottom again. He pushed back up again. His head come up above the water. Help me, somebody help me. And, and, and uh, nobody uh, was able to get to him. He went back down in the water so quick. And then finally, the third time, he pushed real hard and come back up. He said, listen, if somebody don't come help me, I'm going to have to drop this bag of hammers. That's us. That's us. We're carrying a load God never meant us to carry. He carrying load. We're carrying a load God never meant us to carry. Does this make sense to anybody? Amen. Amen. It's right here in the Word of God, and it's so, so important that we get it. I want you to look what Paul said. Look in Philippians. Look in the book of Philippians, chapter 3, and verse 13. It's up on the screen if you want to follow along with me there. Look what Paul says. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. Now, this is the part I want you to get. But this one thing I do. Now, I want to ask you something. If Paul says, there's one thing I want you to really understand. How many of y'all think that would be important to understand that? Because look what Paul says right here. This one thing I do, I mean, it's a priority in his life. Look what he says. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. He said, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call in Christ Jesus. Now, what he's saying there is I can't fulfill my calling. I can't do what the Lord's called me to do if I don't let some things in my past. I've got to let it go. I've got to forget about it. I've got to cut, my lo cut myself loose from that bag of hammers. Maybe that bag of hammers is a, 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 a falling out with somebody. Uh, maybe somebody... Uh, uh, you got a bad uh, a relationship, you need to do some forgiving and let them do some forgiving. And you say, well, I can't make them forgive. That's right, but you can forgive them. I don't know. Maybe there's some things 
that you can think of right now. My prayer would be God reveal to our congregation, reveal to me those those things that those bag that bag of hammers I'm holding on to that I need to do what Paul said and forget it. Man, I'm gonna tell you if I'd have been that fellow, I'd have let that bag of hammers go to the bottom, wouldn't you? And I said, if y'all want them hammers, we'll all go down there and get one a piece. But he held on, and and that's what we're guilty of today. And so so many times uh, we live in our past failures. Uh, can I just confess something? I don't know if y'all do this, and I don't know why I do it. But I was reading something the other day, and it sounded like a lot of people do the same thing. Have you ever been, maybe you couldn't sleep at night, and uh, every bad decision you ever made in your life comes back up before you, and the old devil starts playing that screen of every bad financial decision you ever made and where you'd be financially if you hadn't been stupid and every relationship thing you did that was dumb. And, and, and the devil will play that tape in your head and in your mind over and over and over. Now, I know y'all are mighty quiet this morning. I ain't heard no amens. But I know you do that. The devil does that to you, and you allow him to do that to you. And get, Paul said, you need to move on. You've repented of it. If God wants you to do any kind of restitution, you've done it. It's time to let it go and move on. You say, yeah, but I still run into them, and they, they won't speak. To, hey, that's their problem. It's their problem then. It's not your problem anymore. And I'm just using that one thing as an example. There are things we need to let go of. I want you to look at one more scripture and then we're going to, then we're going to be done. Matthew 6:27. Look what Jesus asked. Jesus said, "And who of you by worrying can add one single hour?" He's talking about time there. It looks like he's talking about physical. But he's talking about time. Can one add one single hour to your life? He said, you can't do it. Worrying is not going to get you anywhere. One little poet, uh, poet wrote these words. He said, for every evil under the sun, either there is a cure or there is none. If there be one, seek till you find it. And if there be none, never mind it. In other words, if you can't fix it and you can't figure out a way for it to be fixed and, and release you in that way, just let it go. Paul said, forget those things which are behind. Because what happens, God says, he says, I give you enough strength for today. Not yesterday, it's gone. Not tomorrow, it's not here yet. For today. So when we reach into the future and pull it back into today, we are overloading our frame. And God said, don't do it. Don't do it. It's going to weaken you if you do that. Amen. Lord, let this word be in us today. Let this word be in us today. And let us, let us when we leave here, let us uh, play this sermon over in our mind. Let me play it over in my mind. And, and let us learn these things, God, that it might change our behavior. Uh, James said in the Bible, he said, don't look at the Bible uh, like a mirror and then walk away and forget what you saw. But remember, remember the word of God. Remember it in Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. Um, I need to talk to y'all. The Pine Level Pentecostal Church Incorporated, copyright 2023.